0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. If you're into films, especially independent films, then you're going to like this show because we have Josh Leake. Josh is the founder and executive director of the Portland Film Festival. Hey there, Josh. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? This is
1: You're busy. That's how you are. Super busy, um, but we're super excited to be back. We were here last year and appreciate you and everything uh, you, you uh, do for us.
0: Let's get started by telling everybody the when, where, and how the Portland Film Festival. It's coming up very soon.
1: Yeah, Portland Film Festival starts on Monday, October 14th, and goes the full week until October 20th. Um, opening night uh, is Tuesday. People always ask me, Why isn't your opening night the first day of the festival? Well, the first day of the festival, we have what we call a champagne toast. And last year, we had over 600 people attend, which was amazing.
0: That's a lot Um, of champagne. So many
1: people, in fact, that the fire marshal came down and told our previous location that you can't do this anymore. So we had to find another place to go to. And that's what we did. We found a new place in downtown Portland, uh, one of the coolest, hippest hotels uh, we could find uh, that, that really lent itself uh, to our event, and that's the High Low Hotel. Brand new location. That's awesome. Yeah, it is super cool. You know, I go to film festivals all the time. Um, I've been to a film festival in Prague and in um, Amsterdam. Uh, you know, of course, go to Sundance every year, TIFF. Um I've seen a lot of film festivals. in fact, uh, my mom always tells me if there was a um, a support group for film festival people <laughs> that I would probably be maybe its founder or at least a, a high placed member. Uh, well anyways, most film festivals don't necessarily happen in a movie theater. Um, you know for the last eight years in Portland we've kind of played at different film festivals laurelhurst uh, mission theater and 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 you know the whole media landscape has changed. You know more people are watching movies on their laptop and phones than they are going into a movie theater. And you know we ask ourselves, why is that? Why are movie theaters dying? And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that um, they're they're most of them are built so long ago that they really can't, um, you know, they they really can't host. Um, all types of people. And one really cool thing about our hotel downtown, uh, the High Low is that it's accessible. You know, every year we have three to four um, volunteers that are in wheelchairs. And if they were to volunteer at some theaters in Portland, they couldn't. Right. Because there's not a restroom, there's not enough ramps and so forth. And and that's one thing that we're really um, pushing for this year, and that's uh, 100% accessibility. And this year we will be one of the only festivals in the state that is 100% accessible for all of our events uh, to all Portlanders. And that's that's super important to us.
0: At the hotel, is there a particular theater room? Are you going to be showing them in one place or is it kind of all over the place? We're
1: taking over the whole hotel. Uh, <laughs> we're super excited about that. Uh, we've got, you know, uh, merge. I mean, it's... It, Everywhere in the hotel, there's going to be festival stuff going on. Yeah, in yeah. fact, you know the funny thing is, even Sundance. Everyone thinks about Sundance as being one of the coolest film festivals, and it is. I love Sundance. Um, you know, some of their theaters are in high school gyms. Oh. Uh, some of their theaters are in you know churches. Some of their theaters are in uh, hotel. Uh, Conference rooms. And we're kind of taking off that and we're taking over the hotel space. We're building all of our theaters out, our workshop spaces and party rooms, VIP rooms, offices, everything is happening at the hotel. So people literally can walk anywhere. So, and, you know, they don't waste a lot of time. In the past, we've had theaters in Southeast and Northwest and Northeast. And then you lose, you know, an hour and a half time going from one theater to the next. It's such a waste. So we've decided to cut it down make it simple and do it in one location and i gotta tell you it's right next door to hubers and i mean who doesn't like spanish coffee totally yeah i mean that's that's got to be a reason <laughs> to come down and, and and check the thing out so um yeah we're super excited uh you know we've been communicating with over 140 filmmakers over the last week um which is a lot like herding cats I got to tell you. There's so many people uh, coming. We're super excited. Um, we've got a world premiere of um, one of the main lost Lost cast members is screening a movie called Bad Art, which is pretty cool. Um, we've got a film with... Um, James Earl Jones in it Um, opening night we've got a film with Billy Crystal a couple different uh, comedians everyone's always like is Billy Crystal coming is Billy Crystal coming I mean usually we don't know for a couple days but uh, there's always a good chance and you never know who's going to show up (laughs) celebrities abound yeah you know a couple years ago we had a a, an actor that not many people know um, knew who he was and he spent the day with us um, you know had a great time with him Um, his name is Jason Momoa and of course, this of last him. year, he had one of the biggest you know, right. box offices in the world. So that's the kind of thing that you'll find at the Portland Film Festival that you won't necessarily see at other festivals is we try to find that talent before they're the big name. Um, although we do have big names, too.
0: We're talking today with Josh Leake, founder and executive director of the Portland Film Festival, which is coming up in just uh, – starts on the 14th, right?
1: Yep, October 14th. In fact, everyone in the Portland area is invited to come down and have a free glass of champagne for nice. our champagne toast. Starts at 530, um, and that's at the Hilo Hotel, which is at uh, on 4th and Harvey Milk Street. Um, it's a, right downtown. If you're just getting off work – Great reason to come down and and check everything out. We're going to have all of our programs. You'll be able to meet some of the filmmakers and just kind of check out the vibe. And I got to tell you, that the Hilo Hotel is one of the coolest places um, we've found. And um, thanks for the sponsorship from uh, Comcast. Um, Everyone in the city can have a glass of champagne.
0: Very nice. What can people expect film-wise? Are these feature-length films? Are they short?
1: That's a good question. Um, We have features and shorts. Uh, In fact, we have a couple shorts that we helped develop Um, our program, the Future Filmmakers Program, which is a partnership with Comcast um, and the Boys and Girls Club of Portland. Um, We got together last weekend. And we brought about sixty to seventy kids from all over the city of Portland, um, from you know all different ages, all different backgrounds, and we made um, six monster short films. Cool. And we're going to be screening those on Saturday of the film festival. Um, also, we have the grandson of General Patton coming, and he runs a program called the Patton the Patton Veterans Project, um, which takes. Um, Uh, veterans who uh, either uh, have a service-related disability or PTSD. And he helps them, just like our Future Filmmakers program, make short films and talk about their experiences. We're going to be screening these films made by Oregon Vets um, at the festival on Sunday. And in fact, we're going to do a reception with, um, general Patton's grandson. And so if you have any dying questions that you would like to ask him, uh, he'll be there. And, uh, and once again, um, it's, we're super excited about, you know, all the, the films we're going to be screening. Um, the short films, I think we have like eight short blocks. Um, we have, you know, I'm sure you love music. Yeah. Um, we have the granddaughter of Elvis, wow. uh, has a music video, uh, which is pretty cool. And we got, just got an email from her team. They have eight people coming in. So Elvis's granddaughter may be at the festival, um, which will be kind of cool. Um, uh, Riley Cahoe, I believe is her name and she's pretty, um, established, um, on her own. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, you know, people always ask, what do you have that's local? You yeah. know, so we're doing the vets, the vet films. We've got the uh, future filmmakers project. Uh, and then every day of the festival, we're screening uh, either a feature or a, a shorts block from Portland filmmakers. And every year we always screen more films from Portland than any other festival because, you know, this is our home and we feel that's kind of a cool thing to do. You said 140 films that, that... somewhere between 120, 140. Do you get to see them all? Uh, this year, I watched. <laughs> That's a lot of movie. Watching. I've watched probably over a thousand films. Yeah, and do you, uh, do you
0: screen everything that comes into the festival.
1: I don't. We oh, have a whole team. Okay. We've got a team of about ninety-five people. And um, but I, I've, it's always a privilege. I'm a yeah. filmmaker myself. Yeah, and um, it's it's awesome to see some of these stories. And one of the core reasons of why we started this film festival was we felt with you know. 20 years ago 10 years ago in Portland it's hard to believe there was more independent film uh, being seen in theaters than today really there's probably 10% of what was seen 10 to 15 years ago. I mean, look at all the theaters, you know, they're all going first run. They all wanna play the Marvel movies. They all wanna play the Star Wars movies, which makes money, we understand. But the little voices, the people that maybe, um, you know, and there's a lot of faces that you don't see in Marvel movies. There's a lot of stories that aren't covered. um, And those are important, you know? And I think one great thing about our festival is we really focus on those independent voices um you know that wouldn't be heard otherwise and um you know uh, we being s- someone from portland um and i think a lot of us agree that um you know we need to to build bridges we need to learn about people and not you know wall them off and 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 and, and not think that their stories are important and i think um that's one thing our festival does is that we show um, stories from a diverse audience you know last year uh, the year before for, in fact actually the last four to five years we've had um, 50% of our filmmakers have been women directors um, and it's, it's always interesting to see a lot of the festivals are coming to grips with this now and um, You know The other festivals in town really haven't hit the 20% mark on the women directors, Uh, but this year I just got an email from our programming director um, who said that 53% of our films were directed by women. That's awesome. It is pretty cool. Uh, In fact, last year we had more women directors at our festival than all the festivals in the state. Nice.
0: Yeah. So uh, the films, are they live action films? Are they animation?
1: Are they... Um. There's everything, you okay. know, um, we have a great relationship with the Frouds. I don't know if you're familiar with them. No. Uh, they worked with Jim Henson and they made Dark Crystal. Okay. Um, uh, and they just did this new, you know, the new uh, animated puppet film on Netflix called Dark Crystal 2. Um, so we have the, the creative minds behind that are coming. He's going to do a workshop. Um, so, I mean, the films really are of all genres. Um, people always ask, why don't you just stick to one genre? You know, because we like all movies and we think that all movies should be played together to show people, you know, some people only like watching documentaries. But if they come to see a documentary and they see something interesting about another film, they might go to see that as well. Um, so we think instead of like siloing films into subcategories, we feel that having all types of genres is great. So for example, opening night, we have a comedy, um, we're closing with a drama that was made in Oregon called, um, uh, here a while. Um, we're all, we also have, a, a late night film, which I was so excited to play and the director's coming. It's a campy movie. Um, kind of off the the genre of um, of zombies, and it's called mm. Crack House of the Dead, <laughs> and it's got to be one of the most campy, funny. I mean, it's I couldn't stop laughing, and it was it was amazing. So uh, you know, it, pretty much every genre you can think of, um, you know, documentaries. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff uh, talking about um, ISIS. Um, sanctuary, we have a great documentary about a woman that's lived in a church um, trying to stay away from ice uh, for a year and a half. Um, we have a bunch of action-adventure films. I mean, pretty much any genre, you're going to find something that, that you can um, uh, watch. And animation, uh, we have a whole animated short block. Um, we have a couple short film blocks, one called uh, The Political Divide, as you can imagine, there's a lot of, yeah. uh, political, um, up, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of protests and stuff. Um, and then we have another one called, we haven't, uh, not for kids. So it's a little bit, uh, a little bit adult. Yeah.
0: But it, a lot of the films are family friendly, right? You yeah, can, yeah. you bring can bring kids, kids if you
1: want. There's no real age uh, group that we have. I wouldn't bring my kids to Crack House of the Dead. Probably not. yeah, but uh, there is nudity um, and there are there are there is some crack in the movie, but it's it's definitely worth seeing.
0: (laughs) How do do you get tickets for the Portland Film Festival? Can you get passes
1: and stuff Yeah, so we got passes online at portlandfilm.org. Tickets actually go on sale this Friday, um, and you should buy your tickets quickly because they sell out frequently. Um, Even if it sells out online, you can come to the venue, and we usually have rush tickets, which means um, believe it or not, every time um, you buy a movie ticket, theaters will typically oversell your your seats because on average about 10 to 15 percent of the people don't show up even though they buy tickets that's weird so even yeah so even <laughs> if even if you you know bought an you see an opening night movie for a star for any movie really even though it sells out you should always go to the theater and show up because there's a 90 90 chance you'll get in
0: that's a good tip yeah so besides watching films is there other stuff going on during the festival
1: yeah a lot of workshops like i said um We have, uh, you know, if you're interested in learning how to make a movie um, or write a movie or act in a movie, we have workshops pretty much every day. Um, We have a lot of classes that uh, take advanced, you know, people who are in the industry teaching, newbies, and we have a lot of uh, advanced, um, you know, different classes that people can take. So it's a lot of fun. Every year we always bring tons of professionals. Um, we've got a great sponsor, SAG-AFTRA, the Actors um, Union, and they always, you know, put on great workshops.
0: Are the films shown mostly in the evening, nighttime, or is it all day? Or well,
1: Good question. Um, starting, you know, pretty much from one until midnight. Okay. And then we have a movie that's, you know, a movie that starts every two hours in several theaters. So there's a lot to see.
0: Yeah, 140 or so films. That's a, that's a lot of film watching. Do you have people that come and try to hit
1: every one of them? You know, um, I actually, we, you, know, you know, yes, we definitely have people that try to see all movies. There's no way to see every movie. Um, but we actually, um, we just got, I just got an email from the University of Boise, uh, and they're sending 12 of their students and they're paying for their students to get a hotel room and they're buying all their students passes it's their film program and you know i just thought that was amazing and yeah. we have so many people that fly out of town to come to our film festival to celebrate independent film i think because we choose great films but i mean who doesn't love portland
0: yeah yeah and especially this time of year you know fall in portland is it can be a little bit wet but the colors are amazing.
1: Yeah. and It's just
0: such a cool place
1: to be. We prefer the rain over snow. True. Rain, people want to be on side. <laughs> snow, people want to stay at home. And, and that's happened to us in the past. It snowed a couple years ago. Oh, so. wow.
0: So the Portland Film Festival is a nonprofit organization. How, and you started this. So yes. W- uh, how do how you make a nonprofit? And why did you start this?
1: You know, why did we start the Portland Film Festival? Uh, it was kind of a, a funny story. Um, I made a film. Um, I followed some homeless people in Portland and uh, I wanted to make a documentary and um, I always noticed these guys going through my recycling bin and they pretty regularly every week come through and take all the cans out of my recycling bin and I know I'm lazy I don't recycle I mean I didn't take them back to the store at the time and, and I ended up talking to one of them and I was like hey can I follow you with my camera and get your story of why you take these cans back? And I ended up following about three people. I made a documentary and I submitted it to a film festival in New York. Um, it got in and it's the biggest short film festival in the world. And it was um, put on with Hugh Jackman. Everyone knows you well, know yeah. the uh wolverine Mm -hmm. and um we screened it in a park in new york in front of fifteen thousand people it was me and about eight other short filmmakers and i was nervous and uh you know hugh jackman brings me up and he interviews me he does the questions and he's super nice and you know everything that people what they say about hugh jackman's true. the nicest guy in the world cutest dog in the world his wife is amazing as well And I end up winning this film festival, and I'm there with Hugh Jackman. And he, I like for some reason, I was talking to my mom when he announced that I won. So I run out, and I'm like jumping up and down, and and he's like, "Who's on the phone?" I'm like, "My mom." And so he starts talking to my mom on the phone, and (laughs) and then he's like, "You know, I was like, Mr. Jackman, I hear you're a really good singer," and he's like, "Yeah, you want to sing something?" So we end up singing in front of these fifteen thousand people. It was like an You know, my five minutes of fame happened with Hugh Jackman.
0: (laughs) Not a bad five minutes. And I was
1: looking out and I was like, God, it'd be so cool to do something like this in Portland because I've never seen anything like this. And I called a friend of mine, uh, Jay Cornelius, and he was a, a, a film professor friend of mine. And I told him about it, and he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So he ended up calling all of his students that he'd ever had over the like last four years, and I got all my friends together, and we ended up creating the Portland Film Festival. And then you're like, "How did it become a nonprofit?" Mm-hmm. Well, uh, at the time I was single, and I went on a Tinder date—the only Tinder date that I went <laughs> on—and uh, the lady that I went on it with is an attorney, uh, a nonprofit attorney, and. We never like kicked it off as like love interests, but we remained friends and she helped us get it, become nonprofits. And, um, you know, she's a great attorney. I won't name her, but, uh, <laughs> it was kind of a funny, funny roundabout way of things. But we became a nonprofit because, um, you know, we're not really doing it for money. We're doing it because when I was a kid in Portland, there was nowhere for me to go and learn about filmmaking unless I had a lot of money. Um, You know, there's other organizations in Portland, which are great, but most of them charge money. And one thing we've done, like our future filmmakers thing is free for the kids. And in fact, we get Comcast and, and Comcast actually donates money to the boys and girls club as part of our program. Which to me yeah. is giving back to the community. Totally. You know, I I went to a Portland high school, I went to a Portland middle school, and I just remember as a kid there were no opportunities for me to learn about film. And had I had opportunities as a child, you know, who knows? Maybe I would have become Martin Scorsese. So yeah. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I just feel giving back to the city is definitely something that is important for us. Um, in fact, we're a hundred percent volunteer driven. Um, you know, we have, um, I'm very proud of the staff that we've built, um, people that have been with us for four or five years. Um, we have a whole program, for example, um, of films on indigenous voices and our programming team for indigenous voices are native American indigenous voices. So it's not like just some, white guy in the corner telling people what films they should watch. Um, We get people that represent the communities to take on um, the programming element. And to me, that's something that's just important. Yeah. It seems really important. And, you know, uh, pretty much right now in, in mass culture, people are talking about the me too movement and we've been working on that since we started. I mean, for us, Um, gender equality, but also, um, diversity is in our lifeblood. Um, in fact, we always joke about how, um, we don't have any men on our staff. There's like two or three of us and (laughs) it's mostly women. So, um, yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. And then tell me about the, uh, we have a couple of minutes. I want to ask about the, the city hall party. What's that all about?
1: Yeah. Well, um, thanks to, uh, um, commissioner, uh, Chloe Udaly uh, who's the arts commissioner mm-hmm. um, we are um, throwing a, a film celebration gala at the Port at the, for the Portland Film Festival on Thursday um, October 17th I believe yeah. Thursday first 17th. It's at city hall um, doors open at seven thirty, and we're going to be serving appetizers, food and drinks. And we're going to have some um, interesting people speak. Um, and it's just going to celebrate film and the city of Portland. And I couldn't think of a better place to do it than city hall. You know, one of my first jobs I had when I was in college was as an intern for Vera Katz, who was a governor or excuse me, the mayor, not governor. And um, I used to answer phone calls for her. Uh, that's what interns did back then.
0: Yeah, I, I think know. they still do. <laughs> they probably still do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember I, uh, when U.S. Bank was headquartered in Portland, you remember that? He, the president of U.S. Bank called Vera, and I accidentally hung up on him and the guy told me you know when you're older you'll remember this um, <laughs> and so there you are remembering there, it. I am remembering it um yeah no vero was great uh but the city of portland like i said i'm from portland i love portland and we just you know we love celebrating the city and we love celebrating film and we can't think of a better location than the heart of it and that's the the city the, cool. the city hall
0: yeah
1: and where's the best place to get tickets Uh, Good question, portlandfilm.org. You can buy passes now. Um, We encourage people to buy passes because um, you'll get more bang for your buck. Um, And tickets will go on sale this Friday at portlandfilm.org. And uh, you can always just come to the venue and buy it. Um, Best way is to bring a credit card. You can buy it at the theater door um, or you can buy it with cash at our box office.
0: Well, have a great festival. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be cool. It's October 14th through the 20th at the Hilo Hotel, right in the middle of downtown Portland. Yeah. Cool. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Talking today with Josh Leake, founder and executive director of the Portland Film Festival. Metroscope is an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit metroscopepdx.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.